This episode is brought to you by The One Summit, two days that would change your life forever. For tickets, go to thewellnesssummit.com. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the spiritual, sensational guru of awesomeness, co <laughs> 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 founder of the Wellness Couch and the Wellness Guys, Dr. Damien Christo. Oh, that is amazing. That's amazing. That's one of the better ones. That's well, definitely one of the better it's ones. It's just because. Um, I'm floating. I'm still uh, floating. In in real time, in real time, just for the listeners, so you can understand where we're both Damo and I are right now. We've just finished talking to Trevor Hendy. Now you've heard Trevor's um, episodes over the last two weeks, and um, if you're anything like us, uh, I'm sure you are. You are. You're just floating. It's just like wow, hovering. Just listen to that all day. You feel like you've been. What's the word when you do get um, lifted up without being lifted up? Lifted up. Um, yeah, what's that hover? Oh, what's that called? Levitate. I feel levitate. like I've been levitating. Yeah, levitating. We've um, been, been trevitating. You were. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to send him that. Trevelating. Um, but, Domo, I just thought we got to ask some questions on those podcasts, but we didn't really get uh, the opportunity. Into it. We didn't give ourselves the opportunity to discuss it because we just wanted to listen. But I well, thought now that it's yeah. just you and I, let's chat about it because it was just. It was just, it blew both of our minds. Well, I'm so excited. I actually want to try and talk over the top of you, but I know that's not a good thing to do for radio, so I won't. But, I, you know, you're right. We got off, we got into that. I think maybe it started off with the pace at which Trevor spoke. It was kind of, you know, it was a calm pace. It was a calm tone. It was engaging. And it kind of drew me into that particular call because it wasn't what I was expecting. You know, I haven't, haven't seen Trevor for many, many years. I haven't spoken to him ever. And so I didn't really know what I was in for other than I'd checked out his website and I'd seen that he started on a, a, a very spiritual, metaphysical type journey and I thought, this is kind of cool because I need a bit of that right now and isn't the universe amazing for bringing me some of that? But when he got going, I was like, I don't want to interrupt this guy. I actually don't want to ask any questions. <laughs> I just want him to just like give it all to me, right? That's how yeah. I was feeling. Is that how you were feeling? Oh, I just I, – I... When you said the whole pace of his his speech is just so, um, like calming, and I, I'm the complete opposite. But the more that I listen to someone like Trevor, the more I'm like, it would be nice every now and again. And I'm I'm kind of like trying to do it now, <laughs> but it would be it'd be great every now and again just to slow down, like because yeah. he's. He, you could just tell that his heart rate was at about thirty-five beats a minute. <laughs> it, was. it was just so. Tranquil. Um, at the at the stage I am in life right now, or maybe it's my awareness. I'm not really sure. And sometimes I think, you know, I we are who we are, right? Yeah. So I think it's really important that if you're listening to this, you've been listening to, to the two podcasts with Trevor Hendy. You are who you are. It's not about changing who you are. I think Trevor is all about uh, being aware of the magnificence that is already within us. Um, we don't have to change. It's the fact that we just have to rediscover or discover more of of our brilliance. Um, so when I listen to Trevor, I'm like, I just love, as you said, I love listening to his voice. Yeah. But for me personally, I love the way I talk. 
You know, I love my my volume. I love my speed. Um, <laughs> and I get I, my family is often saying, even my you know my beautiful wife Sarah is just often reminding me to tone my voice down. But I love the I love the tone of my voice. I yeah. love the volume of my voice. And I think that's what Trevor's about. Is you do love your voice, um, but. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes a bit too much, you might say. Don't you? No, not at all. Um, I love that you love it. You know what Trevor said is that he's always been that his constitution has always been his constitution. I didn't get we didn't get an opportunity to ask him about when um, he saw his chiropractor uh, who said that he had some anger issues to deal with. We should have drilled into that. I want to drill. We should have drilled into it. We should have. Is well, that when amazing? When he comes back to the accountability, when he yeah. comes back to the accountability, yes, um, we can ask him about it. But well, he actually, gave the impression that he's always been. He said, "I've been a can-do more than a can't-do." Yes. I've always loved connecting with people. Yeah. And this is what I love about these interviews, because what we see in others, we can see in ourselves. In that. Trevor just found a way to recognize what he loved and what he was good at, and that was the that was the focus of his transition out of one career into the next. That's it. So nothing changed. He just became more aware of what he loved and who he was. It's almost like as he used that metaphor, well, it wasn't even a metaphor, it was a real-life example of what he went under the wave, but he followed not a path of least resistance but knew that he needed to go in a particular direction which might have been off course. Yes. It was part of that this is just his course. So yes. he had to be an Ironman champion, to a six times Ironman champion, mind you, to actually work out that this is the direction he's got to be and this is what his gift to life or gift to the planet actually is. Yeah, and it was just... Um, the, stepping stones. Yeah, stepping stones. And the way, that, the way that he reflected on his career is the way that we can all reflect on our career because we can look at, and when I say a career, I can, you can replace that with your life, with your family, with your upbringing, whatever. But he's really put time into that reflection so that he's at peace. Like even the way he spoke about his um, first wife, Jackie. Well, you know what was really nice? Like, you know, there's so much peace about it. Well, you know, I, I, come in, I meet a lot of people who are in their second marriage you know, or in their second relationship, have children with another person, and and I see the anguish and the pain and all the stress that the families go through and what the kids go through, and that you know the parents have made it all about them and very selfish and not about the children, and and so I go, oh my gosh, you know it's terrible, and I'm very fortunate with Amber and Michelle, Jackson's mum is Michelle and Amber is my wife that we have a beautiful relationship and very much like what Trevor does. When we all walk into a room or we all go to a family gathering, people are going, we can't believe that you guys get on so well, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and so to hear Trevor doing it as well, because I, I don't meet many people that can pull it off. Yeah. To know that yeah. it's possible, we should be creating that as the normal, you know, because in, in not only aging well for yourself, but teaching your children how to age well and how to be successful making the rest of your years the best of your years, for 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 me, a strategy of peace and harmony in the home life, in the family life, um, such as the one that Trevor and you were just explaining just then, is perfect. Like that, it shouldn't be anything different. Well, we spoke briefly about the film where Trevor and I met called Overfed and Undernourished. If you haven't um, heard of it, you you must uh, you can rent it online or you can buy the DVD, but you can... Great uh, film. Martini, Great yeah, film. John, John Martini was featured in it, and a lot of the questions that came up at the end of the premiere was, all right, I'm a parent. How am I going to you know, change this culture of, uh, of my family? And 
Demartini's advice is, and, and we've probably all heard this before, but it's really the only way, and uh, this is what you were just speaking about, is the best way to teach your kids to um, avoid the path of being overfed and undernourished is exemplification. Yes. To, to really lead by example, and that's the only way that is perpetual yeah. because everything else is a fad. It's a, it's a tactic. It's a short-term fix. Yeah. The only way to, to do it is by, is by being a leading example. And like you say, Damo, like we're, we're teaching our kids, whether it's that um, you know, two marriages and two sets of parents is hard and it's, it's, it's uh, crap and it's not good and all of the anguish that you say that you experience in seeing it in others. Yeah. That's setting an example for their children, you know. But you, what you're, the example that you're setting for Jackson, and the example that Trevor and Jackie and his second wife Joe are setting for for the four children, it's a like he said, you know, that whole beautiful mess. That whole beautiful mess uh, story that he told was just um, uh, just blew my mind because that was really what he was saying, wasn't it? In that you can have a, a family because everyone talks about this dysfunctional family. Uh, which I'm part of and you're part of, but it's not dysfunctional. It's just we call it a beautiful mess, don't we? Yeah, it's great. And you, you, when you step back from it, I like to do – do you remember the uh, the Power of Ten? Do you remember doing that? Have you ever seen that that little clip? Oh, was, I have seen it, but I don't remember it. Well, something made by IBM back in the 1990s. Yeah, oh, I mean, and early it keeps 90s. on zooming out and yeah. out and out and out. Yeah, and so it starts yeah. in, at the Great Lake in Michigan and uh, there's a couple lying by the side of the Great Lake. And, uh, and it zooms out a metre, then it zooms out 10 metres, then 100 metres, then a kilometre, and then 10 kilometres. And it keeps on going up by the power of 10. And so eventually it goes way beyond the sun and into like a whole new universe. And you realise how little we are and how an experience can be so significant at that point in time. But really, in the grand scheme of the, of the universe, it's a nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so yeah, that's it, that's it. it puts things into perspective for you. We get so bogged down in the, uh, in the troubles. In my life, my the, troubles, yeah. And the woe and, uh, and, and to get a little bit more metaphysical about it and to just kind of understand that it's all about energy and it's all about vibration because when you go back into the power of 10, and this is what's happening with the power of 10, when you get back to that couple lying next to the Great Lake and you zoom into their skin and you go millimetres, 10 millimetres, 10 oh, a centimetre, yes, and then you yes. go you know, right into like microns and you actually see that when, the, when it breaks down oh. to the cellular level, it gets beyond the cellular level, it actually ends up being vibrational and, and everything is just electrons and neutrons and protons revolving around a nucleus and, and you go, oh my gosh. Like we're all just energetic beings having a physical experience in a metaphysical life. And that's what Trevor said and communicated so beautifully. I'm going to post a Power of Ten video um, on our Facebook page. Great idea. Great so idea. It's on YouTube, that. yeah. Yeah, so Damo, you mentioned this word metaphysical and you mentioned before we started recording here that uh, Trevor and probably John Demartini are probably the only two guests that we've had that have really use the word or express life in those terms. Yeah. And then you raised a great question, which I want to discuss with you now. And you said, is someone like like Trevor Hendy, who's 45, is that like the new generation in terms of consciousness and awareness of, of the graceful ager? Because we have spoken about finding your purpose and loving what you do, doing what you love, yeah. exercising yeah. and having a fabulous social life, being engaged with people that you love being around. Yes. Um, 
Now, we haven't really gone down this spiritual, metaphysical path really because a lot of the people that we've interviewed or a lot of the um, experts that we've had on haven't really uh, – hasn't really been to – Shown to be a pattern or a uh, something that says, "Oh, yep, this is common to people that are that are aging gracefully." Um, not to say that they don't have it and that they don't employ it, but it's never come up in the vernacular of one hundred not out. Mm. So, do you think that this awareness shift and and this terminology is going to become more common, and that it is um, something that we must become aware of, and that if we don't, that there's going to be certain consequences like like we talked about living a mediocre life or feeling ho-hum or thinking that day in, day out, rich get richer, poor get poorer. Do you think this is essential in the new wave of aging gracefully? I think so, mate. I, you know, obviously you and I were talking about this off air and it was a, uh, it was a question that I posed and, and I, I really do feel that we're looking at a model of healthy aging or successful aging or graceful aging, whichever way you want to put it. Um, that encompasses more of the aspects of those three tenets, which we've spoken about, exercise, movement, and mindfulness or engagement. And really, when you drill down through mindfulness um, or purpose, um, it does actually come back to uh, connectedness with, uh, with the people around you, and that is a metaphysical concept. And so I think that those who successfully age the best probably have a greater um, sense of mindfulness and purpose around their aging process and what they're giving back and what they continue to gift and what they're, what, why they're actually on the planet, what their reason is for being on the planet. So I reckon Trev's there. I think Trev and Demar, how old is Demar, by the way? Does anyone know how old he is? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he is. Um, he's in his 50s. I'll, I'll, I'll Wikipedia it whilst we keep on going. <laughs> Good old Wiki. Um, but he looks younger every year. And so you kind of go, and he's still got the same haircut as he had 40 years oh. ago. So you go, <laughs> how does he keep on doing that? And I think it's not that he's doing anything extraordinarily different to anybody else that we've listened to, except for the fact that he's more, I suppose, more black and white, doesn't get caught up in the emotion, is a little bit more, um, uh, what, would, what would the word be, Marcus, maybe more... Well, I was just going to say you're unattached to, unattached to yeah. circumstances and he just sees the, the magnificence and the perfection in, in everything. In, in everything. In everything. Um, but he's he, but he's more in love, time, isn't he? It's he love. Say, yeah, that's it. But he would say, like, when, when you're doing an event, he'll be doing his collapse process on things that are giving him the you-know-whats in an event. So yeah. he'll, he's, constantly, he's okay. constantly checking in on himself and that's what I loved about about Trevor Hendy, like he checks in with himself and he said, you know, your brain or your mind's got crusty pieces, you know, that you're constantly discovering. He did. And then you go and work on that. Yeah, he did. And that's, you know, like it's not like this quick fix. And now that I think about it though, Damo, like the people that we have interviewed, they do have it. It's just not part of, I suppose, their vernacular. Like I think of, we didn't meet, like I think of Ruth Frith, right? You could tell that nothing would get her angry. In that, like she, if she, if it did, she was okay with it. Like she was just graceful or at peace with it. You think of Tommy Hafey, like he had his views, but he was very light. You know, um, you think of Alice Hertz Sommer, yeah, who we never got to interview. She she was 110 when she died recently, but she was the oldest survivor of the Holocaust. Died How's at that? 110. Said that she had no room for pessimism or hatred. You know, that's a very awakened soul. So we might not use it in the same – she might not use the same metaphysical terms, but 
I couldn't really say that they weren't aware of it because I'm sure to get to that point where you say there's no room for pessimism or hate, that's pretty much saying that every single cell and human being is the same and we're all capable of love and we're all capable of hate. We all have our good times, our bad times. doesn't make us any better or worse than the other. We're all equal of love. Sorry, mate. I pushed the right mouse button on my magic mouse, which actually doesn't even thought exist. I, I, thought I, I thought I was giving <laughs> uh, a monologue. Found uh, reflections on these wonderful guests and people, and I was like, "Crickets." No, you know what? It's, I was loving the tone and the pace and the volume of your voice. That's oh. what it was. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, you yeah, spot yeah. on there. You spot on there. That you know, that was a great, you know, great summary, great insight to looking at all these people. Um, and you're right. Whilst it's hard to measure, it's really hard to measure what is successful aging, we've kind of got to look in from the outside at people who are aging well and try and, you know, unravel the mystery and how they're doing it so well and what are the secrets, you know, what are they? You know what they are. This is my, this is my view because I've just, I've just written this down. Okay. Exactly what he said about you, you when he exercises. Me. Well, yeah. it's just my, no, I'm not, not, you know, I'm just saying from what I've learned, right, <laughs> just listening to Trevor, tell me yeah. if you disagree, right? No, I bet I don't. Um, when he was talking about, I've been exercising every day for the last five weeks. Yeah, he wasn't doing it as a fad exercise program. No, he was doing it because he he loved it. He was doing it because he he realised that in order to love himself more, um, he was going to exercise each day. So there was not this push going on, not this like motivation, like this willpower thing. He was applying his, I suppose, his soul to his exercise. So he was applying his soul to his work i've just drawn a big circle around the tenets of what it takes to age well and it's that your spirit or your soul has to has to transcend every single area of your life because otherwise it feels mediocre like you can have a bad day a bad family day for example where you where something happens with your kids at school or your kids are just not behaving as you would like or whatever but if you don't apply your soul's wisdom to those events it'll just go down as a tough day and you and you won't think anything of it again and it'll just be tough. But if you don't um, reflect on it or come to peace with it or understand why it's happened or see the perfection in it, then that for me is is kind of like that, that disconnect or that missing gap between that evolved aging where we're saying maybe this is where Trevor's age and that younger baby boomer is beginning to really evolve into mm-hmm. or just playing that, that mediocre, that good old extra in your own movie kind of role where you have no real consciousness or awareness of what's happening around you. Yeah. You know, it's like you've never seen the Power of 10 video and you only think that the world is you being on the side of the Michigan River and you don't have any awareness of anything else around you. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I don't Yeah, sorry. I didn't know you were going to stop. I didn't know you were going to stop there because I thought you were going to keep on going. Um. No, you spot on. It, it is that greater awareness, and they, we're seeing an evolution of the aging person. Um, and I actually met a guy yesterday, and I know this is a little bit off topic, but I met a guy yesterday who was 80 years old, and I did some x rays on his spine because, you know, when somebody's 80, you kind of go, you expect to see you know, bad things or at least not a super healthy spine, just generally because we see so many sick 80 year olds instead of well 80 year olds. This guy was unbelievable. His spine looked like he was. 30-something years old. Wow. Um, he still exercises every day. He's had a, a mindset of, um, of exercise and, and engagement and purpose and he walks with his wife and comes with his wife wherever they go and she's been getting adjusted regularly and he decided that he was going to get adjusted just because she was 
and uh, and he already feels terrific. And I said, you know, let's have a look. And we, you know, everything was great. And I and my questioning was, what do you do to stay this well? And he said, well, I, I stay busy, I keep moving, but I keep I'm very mindful of the people that I mix with. Oh, that's the top three. Mindful that's of the, the people three. I mix with. How's that? My my like. I know he doesn't eat beautiful, eat, eat beautifully food, beautiful food, um, and eat beautifully and, and immaculately. But he eats pretty well. He probably eats better than most of the people that we've actually, you know, interviewed on the on Hundred Not Out. Yeah, but his the key point was that he's mindful about the people that he engages with. Yeah. How's that? So he's linked each of those things together. He exercises with people who he enjoys being around with, uh, and that he can provide some kind of purpose and inspiration to. Damo, a lot of wisdom in there, pal. Wow. There's a lot of wisdom. Wow. And um, and I know, as Trevor said, we could actually go on for hours. Yeah, we could. Um, but I really hope, you know, everyone listening has just not only enjoyed um, you know, this podcast, but just go back and listen to the Trevor Hendy podcast a number of times because and, – and get the boot camp for the soul. I mean, we're going to follow Damo as he, as he goes through it just to really see the impact uh, that it has. You've got me thinking, Damo. I'm, I'm thinking I might join you on this as well. Um, oh, that'd be great, mate. Do it. But there's uh, so much to get out of. Just as I said, listen to those Trevor Hendy podcasts. Listen to the D Martini podcast, and just see whether you feel that the shift in aging gracefully is the shift in awareness. Um, because as you, you know, if you're anything like us, and you were listening to the Trevor Hendy interviews, you were like, "Wow, this is kind of taking my life in a whole different direction." So. Remember, folks, we'd love to hear your feedback. You can provide it in any number of ways. The best is to go to our website, thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 not out. Engage with us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash 100 not out, all letters. And remember, if you've liked this episode, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. It always means a lot. You can check out the entire range of the Wellness Couch podcast at thewellnesscouch.com, including the number one show, The Wellness Guys. So until next week, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Hi, this is Lawrence Tan from the Wellness Guys and Insights Champions Mind. The Wellness Summit is fast approaching and we have some limited spots for a selected group of people. If you are ready to take your body, your mind, and your life to the next level, join us as a VIP at the Wellness Summit. Ask the speaker any questions you want at our meet and greet and a VIP dinner. You get to sit in the first front four rows for an intimate experience and you get to take home the DVDs and MP3 recordings of the entire event. And for VIP Platinum holders, you get also a $500 Wellness Couch voucher to spend on any upcoming Wellness Couch event. Hurry, these Golden Planet VIPs are strictly limited. And for more information and to book your tickets, go to www.thewellnesssummit.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.